Welcome to the Seize the Yay podcast. Busy and happy are not the same thing. We too rarely question what makes the heart sing. We work, then we rest, but rarely we play and often don't realize there's more than one way. So this is a platform to hear and explore the stories of those who found lives they adore. The good, bad and ugly, the best and worst day will bear all the facets of seizing your yay. I'm Sarah Davidson, or Spoonful of Sarah, a lawyer turned fun entrepreneur who swapped the suits and heels to co-found Matcha Maiden and Matcha Milk Bar. Seize the Yay is a series of conversations on finding a life you love and exploring the self-doubt, challenge, joy, and fulfillment along the way. (laughs) So for anyone who was watching our socials, maybe how long is this going to be released? Oh, my God, stop giving me the slideshow of you at I'm present. Trying to, I'm going to try, try not to laugh. Oh, my God. For anyone who is following our socials at the time that we recorded, which I, I don't even know how long it's going to be between recording and releasing, probably only a few days. Probably but six years yeah, at our rate. Whoever was watching our socials six years ago. No, on Tuesday the 28th of March and... <laughs> has the attention span of a bagel, <laughs> it's true. of a literal bagel, and walked into our house an hour and 15 minutes ago to record, has costumed herself up with a fake Honestly, fringe, though, every time I a come 2007 to- belt, glasses, my handbag. What else have you got Every on? time I come to Sarah's house, it's like, it's like, it's like you a know, treasure trove. it's like a um, costume party shop. <laughs> Like, what am I going to walk into today? What has she been sent that will intrigue the masses of my beauty blog? Today, it was a fake fringe. A fake fringe, which is for an event this week. And it actually looks like a real fringe. And both Nick and my mum didn't even flinch. But it gives me like 2006, year seven vibes for me, for me personally. Were you in 2000? What's Bim? the song I've been singing? Oh, yeah, you were. Because tonight will be the night. will be the night that I will fall for you. If anyone. Welcome <laughs> to my life. Oh, my God. If anyone is a TikToker and just turned the fringe into an emo side fringe and has been doing TikTok emo sounds and then going through every song <laughs> from the emo punk phase, got the guitar out. She's been playing the guitar on the bed, like literally the attention span of a bagel. Another 20. Playing a fuck second mother (laughs) And then you brought out a new persona. It wasn't Patricia. (laughs) Patricia's her drunk American accent. What was it? Anyway, 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 don't tell you what your sweater is relevant. (laughs) Is that? Who is that? I'm on the show. Oh my god, it's so long. We have been talking like that for maybe 40 minutes. The delivery room man came, the poor guy. I mean, only you know mine. wearing a full costume, sunglasses inside, so obnoxious, a fake fringe, a really long Rapunzel ponytail, a 2007 belt that I got from St. Vinny's, a YSL bag, accepts the delivery as me and goes, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> you've got to like, you've got to like close your nostrils with and like the back of your words. tongue, yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, and then fuse every word together. That's oh how you do God. it. Anyway, you so. are actually a total walking disaster. Anyway, um, you are actually unhinged. Anyway, no, today's episode. It's meant to be about your birthday. Oh, my God, it is. That feels like a week ago. It, it was nearly a week, a week ago. ago. No, wait. I don't know. It was like four days ago. Yeah. Wait, was it? Yeah. We've had a big week together. We have had a big week together. <gasps> when was our last year of our lives? What did we talk about? Um, guys, we <laughs> oh, oh, Picasso. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Okay. So the sweetest thing ever happened. We, I'm going all over the place in timing. But we had a little staycay, Nick and I. 
over the weekend, which was really cute. And we were just wandering around the area. We went to the South Melbourne market to pick up some oysters. And there was this really sweet girl sitting there. And Nick, you know how Nick like sees some things out in the wild and randomly it brings out this really cute soft side of him. Mm. So the girl had her oyster. She was sitting by herself and she was just like, doing these cute little happy head movements because she was just so stoked with her oysters. And Nick was like, oh, my God, look how cute that is. She's so happy to eat her oysters. She turned around, she's got um, AirPods in, and she's like, I'm listening to you and Ange right now. Stop it. And she was listening to the Pino and Picasso episode. She's like, I'm not even joking. I was going to come, but I couldn't make it. And also I didn't want to come alone. And I said, I was about to say, don't even worry, we'll do it again. And half the people came by themselves. And she goes, but then I heard that half the people came by themselves. And I was like, you really oh, were listening to the God, episode. Oh, my God, that's so sweet. It made my day. It was so sweet. So, yeah, we were doing the Pinot and Picasso. We'd just come off the back of those events. I did also ride past a Pinot and Picasso attendee the other day at brunch. How did you know I was, was riding. A- no, I was riding and we made eye contact and I just smiled at everyone. And then <laughs> and then Erin walked past and goes, Ange! Oh, and my I said, God, Erin! Hello! She said, it's Erin! And I said, oh, my God! <gasps> oh, my God! Erin! Also, it was Erin's birthday a couple of days ago <gasps> as well. Happy birthday, Erin! Happy birthday, Erin! Yeah, she messaged me and was like, we're both airy gals. It was really sweet. We love you, Erin. Still on such a high from those beautiful events and we are – before Ange got on her little costume reinvention, we were starting to plan the next two in Brizzy and Adelaide. So yes. stay tuned for that. We will be coming very soon. But since then, what have we done since then? Your other birthday than, has been done. But other than that, what have we done? What's been since um, then? Look when, at us both opening our calendars. <laughs> what did we do yesterday? <laughs> I was like, this is our life. If you want a little insight, literally Ange gets a notification when I'm ovulating and I get a notification when her friends are ovulating because she's put it in her calendar and I get notifications. Because we have a shared calendar because we're so, we suck so much that we're like, instead of just asking for each other's free, we just... We just actually just have a shared calendar so we know what's happening. I feel like I've had one of those stupid months where... Uh, because I had my little surgery, which we also spoke about, I think, a little bit, which I'll speak about in depth one day, but not quite yet. But because I took a lot of time off for that, then I had two weeks after that, which were just stupid. Like it's me with a podcast saying, see you, yay, balance, look after yourself, and then not doing yeah. that at all. So, But all wonderful things. It's been an amazing month, but definitely like well, feeling a bit decrepit and haggard. Well, I feel like you did a lot of things. You had like a International Women's Day event. Yes, they were amazing. That, that was an really amazing, amazing week. Um, was that after Pino? No, it was around the same time. I don't even know. Let's move on to my birthday because anyway, I don't remember what yeah. has happened. Um, how was your then? birthday? <laughs> Happy birthday. What did you do? How did y'all did you turn? What did you I eat? I turned th- <laughs> 34. Ancient. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How did that happen? I turned 34, but this year it was my brother's 30th. So we all know if you've been listening for a while that my brother and I were born to different biological families, four years apart, but on the same day, which I have always taken to mean that we're meant to grow up together. That's what the Koreans believe, that children pick the family, not the other way around. And so the universe conspired to make us end up in the same family, which I think is so sweet. Anyway, I have pretty much hijacked the birthday our entire life. And yeah, I, you're even a little attention was, seeker. Even when he was younger, I used to tell him his birthday was the next day. <sighs> but this year was his 30th, so it was all about him. It was his turn for once, so it was very low-key for me. We just had a really nice family dinner at home and then he had a big – he wanted to have a separate – you know how – like obviously I had friends and family together. He would never do that. Yeah. So he had separate family dinner Friday and then a massive night out with his boys and all his mates on the Saturday. But in true Ange fashion, you organized a birthday surprise. It was so random. Actually, do you, you know are what this- the randomest ever. Well, someone But they- I love it. Someone actually DM'd me and was like, oh my God, Ange, this is so great. Can you tell me what you've done in the previous years of these surprises? And I was like, what have we done? Yeah, can you and remember? Then- well, I remembered a few and then I remembered some more this morning that we went to, what did we do last year? We, we've done gymnastics in the past, mainly like that was actually for Nick's birthday. And tattoo, that random tattoo day. Yeah. We, we made Nick get yay tattoos on his birthday. We did ceramics, but like that was like years ago. What did we do last year? You always do a surprise and last you like year. whisk me away. Last year you took me to 
Oh, um, Hamilton. Hamilton. Our year before was swimming with dolphins. Oh my god. Do you remember? <laughs> so random. So <laughs> also because Ange knows my calendar and obviously is really good friends with Nick independently. She can organize things during the day so that you know, I won't clash with anything else. And I had no idea we were going all the way to Sorrento to swim with dolphins and seals, which I so didn't funny. even know you could do in Victoria, which was amazing. Yeah, me, you and Nick went. Which was so much fun. But halfway there, <laughs> I don't know what happened, but halfway there I had a serious, like, this is going to be explosive. I need to get out of the car. I cannot hold it no matter what, like real stomach issue. And we had to pull over. Like it was, this, it was dire. It was it dire. Was, I was like, I can't even make, like I'm not even going to make it to And the, I was trying to make you feel so, I was like, don't worry, we have time. Meanwhile, we, we had like no time. We had negative. Five minutes to spare. Yeah, and the boat would leave without us. Yeah. So you were like, it's not even can call them and get them to push yeah. it back. It's like we're going to yeah. miss the entire event that you booked but also and paid for. You didn't also didn't know what it was. Yeah. But I also, I, there was, you know, sometimes you could hold it for like a serious yeah. event. If my best friend was giving birth, wouldn't have been there. Like I had to stop. I could not, not stop at this rando shopping center <laughs> in the middle of the suburbs because yeah, we were halfway there. I was like, pull over right now. And Nick and Ange were like, oh, we don't really have time. I'm like, pull over and There wasn't right even a petrol, now. there wasn't even a server. No, it, it was, was like we actually had to get off, off, off the freeway and go into like suburbia. The free- and then when he did the turn up, I was like, it's taking too long. It's taking too long. Oh, my God. It's T-minus like I was like, oh, this girl's going to shit in her wetsuit. I literally oh, was no. going to shit in my wetsuit. And like this is one of those times where I'm like <laughs> – if people ever, I don't think this happens often, but if anyone is ever like, she's not relatable, remember I nearly shit my pants at least once a year. Like at, at least, least once yeah, a yeah. year. I can <laughs> testify to that 100%. And it's always when I'm with someone it's always a turtleneck. on the way to something. It's like, oh, no, it was worse. I couldn't let it turtleneck. No, nah, it would have been. Nah. <laughs> not. Anyway, we got there just on time and ended up having the best time ever. But you always make like... One of the things I think that's so beautiful about friendships is when you realize the different love languages, we talk about this all the time, but the different love languages that people have. And Nick loves birthdays and really goes out of his way in his own way to make it really special and thoughtful, but he's not a surprise activities person. And even during the day, he's sort of really chill. It was a weekday. It's still a work day. He, it's not his kind of way of celebrating. But I love that stuff. And so Ange always just steps in to make the day so special, always a surprise, something random, like will give me enough information that I'm not uncomfortable, like you need active wear or you don't or, you know, wear makeup or don't wear makeup or be prepared for like, I don't know, being in water or not. The and only, it's so much fun. The only one thing I didn't do this year was like streaming your house and your room. <gasps> she all, and I think you guys have all seen footage of Ange streamering our house. We also still have like sticky tape Yeah, yeah. Everywhere. The, the worst one I ever did was I think it must have been your 30th or something, but you and Nick were away or something and I went hard. To town on and the And then I hid, remember I hid in that little corner and your yes. mom went to take you for a massage? Oh. That was neck level. But normally I come and stream at minimum because we used to do that growing up to each other at our house. But the fun is just mostly the surprise is the fun aspect. Like yeah. I think we both, we both used to be people that tried to figure out surprises and then now we've kind of just been like, okay, well, this is what it's going to be and then it is what it is. I had no idea but also yeah I have gotten used to not even guessing anymore it was so random I love it so this year (laughs) so and apparently apparently Nick when you told Nick he was like she's gonna love that I'll show you you. he literally was like you are so random lol like (laughs) (laughs) but I love it because you whisk me away every year and then it just makes the day so special and it's always so thoughtful and I have the best time ever but I also walked in and I was like what the actual fuck like W-T-A-F the video was like the video of you was like oh this what is it and I was like just keep going Nick, Look, you're so, so random, random lol. <laughs> so we went tufting, which I thought about when I was explaining this on social media. I was like, it kind of sounds a bit dirty, but it's not. Well, it's- apparently a lot of people know about it except us. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, how was tufting? And I was like, how do you know what tufting what? is? Yeah. We went to Tuft and Touch in West Melbourne? North Melbourne. North Melbourne. I don't know. It's all on the other Anything side of the river to me. I was like, um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, somewhere else. What is that decrepit area of town? 
<laughs> but first we got our nails done. That was spontane- spontane. Which was really cute because I actually needed to get that done because as a side note, I have a really exciting event for the Grand Prix. Every year there's Glamour on the Grid, which is so much fun. And I get dressed up to that level so rarely that I was like, okay, I've got to get my nails. I've got to get a fake tan. I turned up today looking like an actual Oompa Loompa because I just <laughs> come out of this pro tan and you I was like, did. and don't take anything. You were that, Sarah was that Ross episode in Friends. Where 100%. He, where he has like I'm six so layers dark. of tan <laughs> and their teeth, his teeth are like glowing in the dark. But it also makes me laugh so much because I'm like, I love my job, actually, this is one of the questions that people submitted to answer. I love my job. I love that I get to go to these events all the time, but I'm so glad I'm not a full-time celebrity person because, like, it's an ordeal. You have to start yeah. planning days before. You have to shave at a particular time from in order for the spray tan to go on in order for the day. But, like, it's a process. I can't do it all the time. Yeah, from my experience, it is quite hard. I mean, she still has the fringe and the sunglasses on. You're recording like, indoors, inside of honestly, doors. Honestly, my with beauty blogger days, like how I became famous. That's another. That's a story for another time. <laughs> um, Can was, you please actually start your beauty channel? It'd be so fucking I've already funny. Started it. Also, speaking of the mani, we got a mani pedi. Oh yeah, and then the lady goes, "Oh, you have slipper," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, in the car. I did not have a slipper." And then you're so we naughty. And then I was like, Sarah, do you think I'll be okay with just putting shoes on after? And we like touched the toes. I was like, perfect. Put my socks and my shoes Ew. on, went straight. And then I was like, took off my right sock. And I was like, perfect. Like at the end of the day, perfect. Didn't check my left one. Oh my God, is your left one <gasps> manky? So <gasps> no. Hello, oh darkness, my, my friend. Also, the funniest thing is watching you get a mani penny. Like you're so fidgety. Yeah. And also, people don't automatically know that you're Vietnamese. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's so and they great. all they always speak Vietnamese in front of you. And I'm always like, tell me what they're saying. Yeah, one time the funniest one was when they were like talking to each other and they were going, Do you think do you think they're Vietnamese? No, you ask. No, you ask. No, 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 she don't look Vietnamese, hundred percent. Except no, no. the whole time you could understand. Yeah, they were saying in Vietnamese, they're like, you ask, and it was me and Sarah. And they're like, you ask, no, 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 you ask. And later on they were like, Where are you from? And I it was like, Sarah's like, oh, like like my like I was adopted from Korea. And they're like, oh, and then I was like, oh. I'm Sometimes like they've, I've once before lied because it's all good. And yeah, I, was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, Vietnamese. They're like, oh, my God. And they envied me. So they're like, I told you. I told you. No, you. I told you. I was like, no, now it's all good. All in Vietnamese. And I was like. Yeah, I can understand. I can understand. It. They were so shy. <laughs> but they weren't They weren't taking, like, they weren't. Um, they weren't being mean. Being mean or anything. Yeah. They had, there's been times in the past when they've been like, Oh, this girl's legs so heavy. Leg is so heavy. My legs. Oh my god! Okay, in Vietnamese. Uh, digressing completely from the birthday again. Your stories lately on funny Balinese massage or oh Thai- <laughs> Taiwanese? No, Thai, Thai massages. Thai. Yeah, and people's responses. Oh, there were more. I didn't share. They were <gasps> so funny. It was like, oh, one time, lady in Bali's finger just well it's all very innocent though which why i read it with humor as opposed to feeling like so and always gets commented on her butt well i know this sounds so like i've got like tickets on myself but it's not the first time it's happened you know it's more you 100% think you've got a good butt. I actually don't. Yes, I don't, you so I don't do. see it. I don't yeah, you see don't have it. To look so at it. I don't true. know until I wear like a dress and you're like, oh my God, Bim, your butt. Oh my God. Bim. Oh I'm my so God, Bim. So Bim. Oh my God, your butt. <laughs> because also. <laughs> That's only because the poses. When you, as soon as you put a dress on, you're just like, look at my butt. I look at me. Like, look at me. 100% in like method acting. You go um, from tomboy, tomboy footballer, no makeup, to like full Priscilla Queen of the Desert in like two seconds. Method. To full but, RuPaul. Um, okay, wait, no, we, we've digressed <laughs> too yeah, far. Yeah, lol. Birthday. Lol, I said that. <laughs> Ruffle. So bad. Ruffle. 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 Icky ick. Ick me. Oh it no! We be- it. It's begun. It. Oh my god! This is what thirty-four feels like. If anyone's wondering, okay, back to the birthday. Yeah, birthday. I had a lovely day tufting, which is 
when you make your own, it's like a carpet, right? It doesn't have rug. to be a carpet. It's a rug, yeah, it's a rug. But then you kind of use this gun with yarn to make a template or a shape or text. We made text that said "Yay!" And then you can turn that canvas into a pillowcase, into a like actual rug that goes on the floor with a rubber backing. You can hang it on the wall. You can make it into anything. And we turned up thinking it was a small class, a small class, and it was like. A private lesson for the yeah. dorm. <laughs> oh, well, like we're late and we come in and we went like we went to walk to the back of the studio, thinking that's where the class oh, was. Yeah, and, and it was just us. And they were like, "It's here." I'm well, like, "Oh, cute!" It was so cute. We and had was, so much fun. It was like a private class. I didn't even realize I booked. Where I played. With, I went with it. I was she like, was like, "Yeah, yeah I, I made it like class. just one on one, like two on one." Um, but mean, it was really <laughs> fun. And then <laughs> we and had then, so much fun. It was so tactile and like you couldn't be on your phone and it was really lovely. Yeah. And then you get to like, so you leave it there for a week. They just do the final touches, like some trimmings and some glue and the backings. And then you get to bring it home and we made these yay little like, we'll probably both probably both use them as hangers wall or something. Hangings, wall yeah. hangers. But you can do the ones that are around mirrors. You can do ones. We did just a smaller size, but you can do ones that are up to small size a meter. Is smaller size. Smaller size. And you can do ones up to a meter. And it was actually just a really fun thing. I think the one thing I always do with your birthdays, it's an, it's a t- it's a tactile or physical hands activity where we can't really like be on our phones or like have an excuse to work or whatever it is. It's, so it's always nice. like away or watching or doing or. Yeah, but it was really fun. And part of it sometimes is just because I've always wanted to try it and I'm like, oh, this is the perfect yeah, just one. Like, when can I do that thing when I wanted to do, I do but this? I will make it a present. Um, but then you went away. Where did you yeah, go? Yeah, we just did a little staycay at this new apartment building in South Melbourne called Our Iconic that uh, has like a athletics track on the rooftop, a gym, an infinity pool. Like it was Nick's ultimate experience and watched a movie. It was really cute. cute. They have a cinema. So we booked the cinema, cute. had popcorn. We watched Interstellar. I cried. You finally watched it. I finally watched it and I cried. See, I cried. it is good. It's really good. Yeah. But also, you know when you know your period's coming, when you're watching something that's like emotional mm. and beautiful, but I'm not a crier in movies. Like, you know, I don't really cry that often. And when I do, it's like waterworks, but it's not very often. Yeah. I don't crack that easy. And Nick turned around. Well, after it, we were doing that stupid thing we do where we just watched like memes for an hour, which is one of our funnest things we do <laughs> together. And we watched this really sweet video of a golden retriever and I started bawling. And he's like, wow. Oh. Wow. Oh. What's wrong with you? I was like, yeah. I don't know. I'm just really emotional. It was the nicest chill weekend. It was really chill birthday. Mm. Yeah. Have you been into a big birthday bash? Are you are you a birthday person? Like big birthday bash? I'm person? like, I really like how it gets you back in touch with the, the people that you really love that you don't often get to express yeah. how you feel about each other. I, I think birthdays are really nice. They're really heartwarming, but I'm also not one of those people who are like obsessed. Like I'm not like, it's my birthday, everyone drop everything. Oh my God, it's my favorite day of the year. Yeah. And I'm also like not fussed about not doing anything big either. Mm. I just, I really like to acknowledge them and it's more an internal thing. I like to kind of reflect on where I am since last year and also because I share it with my brother. It's a really sweet reflection time. Yeah, but I, I'm not like I need to have a big party yeah. every year. And I've only ever had one, a big one for my 30th, and that's because you threw it. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the days. But I also feel like I'm doing that typical thing. I've seen – I love TikTok because it validates phases that you're going through because you're like, oh, I'm not the only one. It allows you access to other people's weirdness. I've been through like a massive party phase and then I went through a huge grandma phase and I'm kind of think I'm coming back out of it. Because every now and then I'm like, I need a blowout. Like Whoa. I just need to go and wipe myself off. Maybe you've off. just found a good balance of maybe. Or maybe not. Um, you've also inadvertently answered one of the questions. Oh, I have didn't I? realize it was a question. Also, I, we, I'm so sorry, guys. It's 25 minutes and we haven't even started the should questions. Should we s- segue into the questions? Yeah, then? let's segue. Well, I love a segue. That answers the first question of what's your ideal birthday celebration, which you've kind of already said. My actual ideal, ideal birthday si- situation is exactly what we did this year, just spending time with loved ones in a chill, low-key environment. Um, Which is the most boring thing anyone has ever said, ever. (laughs) But truly, it is. Have the best birthday. Okay. Question. What did you – this is from A Rose by Another Name, one, two, three, five, six, four. What did you think you wanted to be when you grew up? And did your dream job change often? Yes. 
I thought I wanted to be a ballerina. So I started when I was three. I think I've, I've spoken about this a few times, but I started when I was three and then typical A-type Sarah was like, I need to make this a career when I was like four and a half and then <laughs> took it really seriously and intensely until the Australian Ballet School and then went all the way till full-time until the decision-making between quitting school and staying at school and then decided I had so many injuries and realised how fickle the sort of industry is, but I also enjoyed academics and school. So mum made a promise that if I just finished school, I could do whatever I wanted after. And by the time I'd finished school and quit sort of full-time, I'd discovered like boys and alcohol and partying and not being on such a regimented lifestyle and realized like I probably was never going to make it at the level that would have justified that sacrifice. And then I didn't really know what I wanted to be. So yeah, it's changed many times, but from zero to from zero, from like whenever I thought about it to 15, it was dancer. And then, yeah, lawyer probably came more as an accident. Was it like, because this is another question you've got from someone else, what V war was, what are some alternative career options you explored before giving Laura a go? Was it just ballet? Yeah, it was just really? ballet, like all in, heart set on it, until it was then, okay, knuckle down at school and finish. And then I happened to get a good enough score to do law. And then I was like, oh, well, oh my God, maybe not to be a lawyer, but I'll do that because that'll, I really enjoy all the things that that could open up. And then every other job consideration from there was something legal related. Like yeah. it was like diplomat or, and cause I love languages. It was like the UN or in-house at an international company like Chanel or like, you know, it was kind of branching off from that law. basis and then nothing else business was an accident and since then the only thing you've you've heard me think about this every now and then there's two things that I would love to do but in an alternate universe I never actually thought I was going to do them one is I'm obsessed with war history it is so weird I don't know why I just find it so interesting so some kind of like historian I don't even know how it would translate to a job, but I love researching the world wars, the state of psychology. Like, I don't know why it's got nothing to do with anything I've ever done, but it fascinates me. And the other one is, what was, what's my other one? Your medicine. Oh yeah. Every Ooh. now and then. I'm so, such a McGrob oh A my type. God. <laughs> oh my God. This is, this is true form. Elizabeth was telling me a story of when Sarah was eight. She'd come home hard day at work say, I need a bath. So mum, <laughs> mind her a bath. She goes, I need a bath. I need to relax. <laughs> mom, her mum walks in. She's reading a French textbook oh at the age God, of eight. I was she goes, myself language. I need, I need. This is this is her way of relaxing. I was like, she has not changed. So, yeah, connected to the war thing is I would have loved to do some kind of UN work in war zones. I would have found that really, really interesting and expansive. But then now I actually got a good enough score to do medicine, but at the time I was not a science brain. I didn't understand that you could teach yourself how to learn other areas. I just thought, I don't like science. I'm not good at it. It'll never work. I also thought I hated blood and now I'm like, anatomy is so interesting. So I went through a phase where I thought I remember I was like, should I do medicine? Yeah, like you I, fully were. I You're thought like, I should go back to uni. Yeah, I know. You still think about it, I think. I do. I'm like, I, I kind of a- would love to do medical research though, like cellular, how can I cure cancer? Or like I'm obsessed with house. I'm like, I could do diagnostics, which also is not really a department <laughs> like it is in the, the movies. I would like to study diagnostics only. Under Dr. House only. <laughs> but I find medicine so interesting. So yeah. in another world, if I had like 15 years to just study, not knowing if I wanted to use it, I'd probably do that. Yeah, you can just like read Grey's Anatomy or something if you want. Also, how it is it that you knew the answer and I'd forgotten my own brain? I know because I, I – um, your manager, you're sister, my pensive. You know what I think about? You know, in Harry Potter, yeah, how he yeah, like little thing. gets all the yeah, memories yeah, yeah, and he's like, me. "There's two, my brain's but too then big." It's so he put them over there. It's so because you're also mine. Like we can't hold yeah. our own thoughts. We just <laughs> have to hold, hold each, each other's, other's thoughts. thoughts. What did I do on Tuesday? Yeah, 7th, <laughs> legit. 2017. Sarah has my like bank password passwords because oh I always forget God, them, and then you, you have it in your password notebook or something. Okay, next question. Um, but, 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 what's your comfort food? Ooh, it's that's hard. a really interesting one. It changes every day. It does change every day, but mm, probably peanut butter with a spoon. Also, I don't think this is like a, it's not a food, but 
like a, t- a chai. Yeah, yeah, totally. Tea a chai is probably tea. like go to for everything. A pink lady apple yeah. anywhere in the world always makes my stomach feel happy. Yeah. Like at the end of, if I've got an upset stomach, I can still always eat a pink lady apple. That's so weird. Yeah. A cheese slice. I fucking love a cheese slice. Yeah, Sarah's is strange. It's like odd it's singular odd slices yeah. of particular things as opposed to a meal. Yeah. I don't ha- like I love lots of different meals, but my comfort go-to is not a particular meal. Yeah. It's like all the little picky things. How weird is that? Yeah. That's I'm you, so yeah. weird. I know, but that's okay. Do you know <laughs> <laughs> Look at me right now. Oh, yeah. Well, at least you took the sunglasses off. <gasps> oh, um, my God. Oh, spicy. Do you get sick of famous Melbourne events? Oh, that's a really – well, this is the one that I was talking about before and it's such a – a specific to our generation question that is so spoilt and indulgent and weird. And I don't ever get sick of them because I think you're like, I came from a career where I had, there is nothing like that. So the privilege of getting invited to these beautiful, fancy, special and unique events, especially after COVID as well. And now you're like, you remember a time where they weren't on, but also it's like I used to watch them from the outside and be like, oh, my God, those people are so fancy. And now I, I do have like the privilege of being invited to a lot of them. So the, the privilege of being asked and getting spoiled rotten never goes away. But I do find, and this is what I talk about often, that if I go to too many in a row or if I say yes to go to something when I really don't have time because I'm, working right up till the last minute and then I start early the next day or something, that I ruin the enjoyment for myself by saying yes to too many because then you're sort of like, ugh. Like you you make it into a burden yourself by not managing your time very well. So I do find I do that to myself sometimes where I've said yes, gone to three in one week and then at the end I'm like, oh, my God, what a first world problem. I'm tired. I don't want to go to another one. And like then I catch myself being like, you're a dick. No, it is tiring. Like you can still appreciate it's tiring, but there's a lot to like get ready for. But yes, it is quite. Although I have to say, since I've met you, you've you go to a lot. It, although it seems like there's a lot more, you actually go to a lot less. Like I feel like when I met you, it was like every night. Yeah, I've become, of because the year. of that. Yeah, because I used to ruin my own enjoyment by being not very what's that word discerning and. Also because when I'm there, I don't want to go and leave early. I want to go and if there's people who listen to CZA or if there's a chance to meet new people, I want to like talk to them, have a proper conversation. I want to like really be there and not kind of half thinking about something else. So, yeah, I never get sick of them. I think it's so exciting, but I definitely tire myself of them, if that makes sense. Nice. There's also questions about surviving corporate and law changes, but I feel like you've spoken about this at in length in your book and previous podcasts mm. and things. So perhaps you can just direct. And people I'll just to like that. direct yeah. reply. Anyone who submitted career change questions, I'll reply to you directly. Are you at the age where you appreciate a foam roller yet or the orthopedic <laughs> shoe age? I fucking love orthopedic <laughs> shoes. I want hummus flavors. <laughs> you know that meme that's like, now I just appreciate no. different hummus yeah, flavors yeah, and yeah, a supportive yeah, yeah. shoe, like a hush and puppy. And the Aldi special buys like, section. Oh my God, I love Aldi. Yeah, I'm definitely at that age where I foam roll all the time. Not as bad as Nick though. Nick's just like yeah. coughs and gets an injury. Everything hurts all the time. <laughs> like, yeah, we're getting to that age where like comfort is king. I also have no shame. Like the other day I got stuck in an airport and it had been a really long day and my skin was just like, you've been in this crusty makeup since 5am and it's 9pm and you've got to wait two more hours. So I just put a face mask on in the airport. I was like, fuck it. I don't care. Like, and I walked home today. I had a fake tan and I looked literally the color of like an off orange and I was walking the streets in my baggy like I just don't even care and and you know that you've gotten to that age where you don't care about it, people's judgment anymore that it's just like wow I've really let myself go I have to say that you are physically quite well like you don't really I don't since I've known you I don't think you've ever had an, an injury I other than like one time you had tennis elbow from using your <laughs> mouse or something what did I get tennis elbow from? It you wasn't said from, it was no, from, it wasn't no, from the computer. You it said was it from, was from like, the keyboard or something. No, it was from like something really embarrassing. I Definitely really not know. tennis. Yeah, but it's something anyway. I don't even remember. And anyway. I think that's also because I don't push myself as hard as Nick. As soon as I, I don't get, walk that fast. It just gets really uncomfortable. Stairs, hard, I take the elevator. And then I stop. And then I take the travel later. If my Fitbit goes <laughs> over 110. Too much. Too much. Too much. Okay, next question. Who is the person that inspires you the most and how do you use that inspiration in your life? <gasps> that's a really Portugal. hard one. 
fun. Everyone around me inspires me in really different ways. I've never just had that one person that I'm like, this is my idol. I feel like everyone, like you inspire me so much to be more bold and spontaneous and more unafraid of people's judgment. Like you've definitely, and like, you know, what's really funny. How many people at the Penal Picasso event were like, you've made Sarah funnier. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks. Thanks guys. Like they're like, you've really helped her come out of her shell. I was like, uh, was I in I my gro- I ground her. You just like really ground me. I humble her. Which is true though. You definitely show more I than I used to. You are the same person you are. No, have but you been. saw it. But maybe I didn't show everyone else. Like I would, even my bloopers were probably more curated before you just went, hey, here's a picture of Sarah on the toilet. Well, I feel like sometimes, okay, do you know what's really odd? On your wedding, I will never forget, my personal Instagram was like max viewership ever <laughs> it's ever been. Like more than my blogging days. Yeah, more than my page probably. Because I think people just like wanted the the. The, the, the non-curated version. Then it's the if you want that, you will get that um, from my uh, channel. You change if you like and foot to spoonful of Sarah underscore BTS. BTS like, underscore BTS. <laughs> Can you imagine South Korea will be on our case? Oh my god! Um, <laughs> trademark. Um, thank you. That's very kind. But I don't. You're the same person that you will always be. Oh, with that's really cute. I'm totally not. But anyway, but then I look to like Sam for adventurousness and physical limits, and then I look to like obviously Nick has changed my entire world in terms of risk aversion and belief in myself to do things I've never done before. And then my mom is just like the most selfless, caring, generous, giving person. I look to her for like humanity and generosity and love and how to you know be a good support and I feel like I just find something in each friend that or each person that's really inspiring and take that and then kind of gather a whole you know what am I saying (laughs) you know what I mean I tried to say something deep and it didn't work does your English decrease as you age 100% no that is nice though I feel like people always assume it's like one like yeah role model yeah person and even people I don't know or like people's books, famous people who I've never met who are on, you know, New York Times bestsellers and stuff. I usually take real inspiration from them on a topic or in as a theme, but then also from lots of other people. There's never been like a Oprah is my woman or like I'm obsessed with Brene Brown. It's like yeah. a bit from everyone. But there's a spicy, another spicy question. Spicy. I love how our audience is so kind and lovely that spicy yeah, is can not you guys spicy be a bit more all. spicy though, Feast, honestly? Spicy is literally like how long are your flaps? But like, can you... <laughs> I'm not telling you. you (laughs) (laughs) Spicy question. If you're keen is the part of the question. Who brings in more dough, you or Nick? Oh, that's a really interesting one. They see that's kind of spicy. I always am like inviting the juicy questions and people are really kind and they don't one one of twenty. Come on, we need more spice in our lives. Yeah, we like only twenty spicy questions. And if she doesn't want to respond, she doesn't. I'll just say. Yeah, so that's a really interesting one. And we have like We've fluctuated a lot. I was going to say, I feel like that. It's got, it goes yeah. up and down, up and down, up and down, Dep- like month to month it does. Yeah. And because both of our careers are so unstructured in terms of our income earning capacity, like neither of us are salaried, neither of us work in something that's specifically, like they're both seasonal. Yeah. Certain times of the year are really quiet, like for Nick, particularly in beauty retail like Christmas is massive whereas Christmas for me it's also big but then also sometimes there's random Christmases where it's mm. a bit quieter because there's been like there's so much on but maybe not necessarily for me I don't know it's just but there's also like liquidity as well in terms of cash flow but also Nick has like equity in some things that yeah that, that isn't give just long term and- like it's in the future it won't come now it's in the future versus yeah yours will you know you can you get you know, paid quickly or whatever with whatever jobs it might be. Or, yeah. But so yeah. I would say for like the first few years when I was at uni, obviously I wasn't earning that much and he was working full time. So he earned more than me for like most of our relationship. And then when I started at the law firm, I had a more consistent wage. So I had an easier financial time, but over the year he earned more than me, even though it was a really respectable, stable job. I was a junior and I didn't make that much hour to hour. And then I definitely started, like I started small with Matchmate and I went back to earning like nothing, like part-time, like because I didn't take a wage for four years or something. And then I took like $100 every now and then. And then in the last couple of years, 
since we sold Matcha and then Seize the A became full-time and I could finally do enough speaking gigs to kind of make a proper wage out of it, a couple of years I've out-earned him and then a couple of years it's gone back the other way and some months I out-earn him and some months he's back out-earning me and it's we don't really keep track of it that much but I vaguely know that, yes, at times one of us brings in more than the other but it kind of always evens out. And when you've been together for 14 years, we still have separate bank accounts and joint bank accounts, but really our money is each other's money at mm-hmm. the same time. Like we've just, we're looking for houses. We're not like, oh, I'll put in X amount yeah. dollars and then you'll owe me this amount of dollars. Like yeah. we're buying stuff, a house together. So our finances are very mixed. But yeah, it, there's the first year that I ever earned more than him was like an interesting year. It was like a shift mm. and it was like, yeah, it was there interesting. Was, there was like a meme I saw the other day and this is not a meme. A, um, a meme. I saw meme. the other day of oh, something about guys finding it really uncomfortable when their partners, if they're a female, earn more than, earn them. More than them. And it's like this really deep discomfort. And I was like, yeah, it's not uncommon. Like it's, it's actually not, not it's that not, uncommon. Like, it's very common, but it is not uncommon for also them to find it quite uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like a, I don't know, it's a societal thing or it's in a like a an old antiquated roles thing. It feels like yeah. a reversal because they're meant to be providing and yeah. then they question their ability to provide because it's like she could do this without me yeah. kind of thing. I kind of love it. I'm like, slay queen. Yeah, the, definitely the first year I was like, <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. But now I don't really keep track of it because... It's, you know, maybe at the beginning I would have because we had more separate finances, whereas yeah. now I'm like, then he out earned me the year after yeah. and then it just kind of goes in circles. And the thing about Nick is that he's so supportive. He's like, would never be like, oh my God, my ego has been tarnished by my yeah. wife out earning me. Or he, I mean, he'd say if, it to me, but he wouldn't say <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Stop being success. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and no, he's amazing. He's yeah. Amazing. Okay, another question. How are your testing going for you and hot guy to have a hot baby? Have <laughs> a hot baby. <laughs> good, really good. We um have just finished all of our, we had like every fertility test under the sun and that's because, as you guys know, I'm adopted and Nick's mum's adopted. So we have between us, like not even half a medical history. Yeah, true. (laughs) So we've done, I would say we've done the same amount of tests that a lot of couples do after they've been trying for a long time. And we haven't been trying for a very long time. We just did them as a precaution because we know nothing. Like every time they're like, is there a history of blood? I'm like, I don't know. Do you I use, have no history. Do you use ovulation sticks or anything? Yes, I do, but I have really long cycles. So um, we're still not really sure what I ovulate. True. We did, I think I spoke about it in December, we did like a whole range of tests. Mm. And now we have a really good picture. Everything was really positive, And now we're just, yeah. Going out and just trying wow. out. That's why I'm okay. not invited over much anymore. <laughs> you know, I don't want to walk into anything. I mean, <clears throat> the personality that you bring with you is just yeah, not really I don't conducive. I'm just saying, I don't think Kinsenae <laughs> is really it's a hot soundtrack <laughs> to have in the background while you're having sex, but that's cool. But one thing we are both, interestingly, are not like putting too much pressure on mm. ourselves, even though I feel like. I feel quite young and the one thing that happened with COVID is I feel two and a half to three years younger than I am. Like it kind of robs you Mm. of that time and I think a lot of people are feeling that way that you suddenly in your, on paper I'm 34, in my brain I'm like I didn't do three years of experiences so I actually feel 31. But biologically it's like you kind of got to like get a move on. But at the same time I'm like if you are stressed all the time and have performance anxiety and pressure yourself, it's also not going to happen. So even though I speak about it publicly, which adds a lot of pressure, I'm also like, we're also not kind of, you know, ruining our lives over it. Like we're just doing what we can with the information we have. When would you consider freezing your eggs mm. if you were to? Soon. You reckon? I think, yeah. I- I'm very much on the side of at the moment, like being able to have children is a huge, a huge thing for so- for us and for so many people, and if you kind of miss your window, you miss your window. So if we do, I wouldn't want to wait too long for the chance to freeze my eggs. If mm. I was advised to, 
I would do it. So interesting. Yeah. I know people it's expensive. I, yeah. It's, it's quite invasive. I've got a couple of friends who have started done it already. And they're like yeah. 29. Yeah. Like, if I was advised to now, I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a privilege to be able to say because it is very expensive. But also, like for us personally, it's a priority that's worth it. For some people it might not be. It might not even be accessible. But if we did have the choice and advice, I would do it. I feel like it should be a shared cost, but that's another conversation. Yeah, which really interestingly, it has all been. That's really good. Yeah. Because there might be there's another date question it's a conversation but it's a if you're in a relationship that you're both mutually wanting to have a child yeah a freezing egg um, increases the, the possibility of that then I think that should be a shared cost but alas and that's really difficult it's really personal to totally. couples and they often I don't really even know what a lot of our friends have done because they don't really speak about it but we're very much like you know, Nick is like, there's so many medical costs around, even all the testing and stuff. Mm. But he's like, we, it comes out of our money, not mm. my money, just because it happens to be my body. It's yeah. like, he That's can't nice. help that. He couldn't actually do it if he tried. I couldn't delegate the task of having yeah. a baby to him if he wanted to. So, this is me adding all these spicy questions. Non spicy question, many questions. How's Paul? <gasps> Hello, baby. He's right here with us having a cute little sleep. He's so much better. Thank you so much for asking. Honestly, I have been stopped in the street and not <laughs> asked how I am just to be asked how Paul is. He's so much better. He's cutting out the dry food in his diet and going to like his <laughs> he's got a screen goddess Buddha bowls that we prepare every day takes freaking hours and costs a fortune but has made such a big difference his cancer stopped growing he's not in pain he's definitely an older dog now like yeah. he wasn't before the cancer he was still he was 11 and still bouncy as fuck like yeah. so young now he's like slower a bit quieter it goes a bit more gently but he's bathing his toys every day he's like wags his tail like a madman when he, auntie Ange comes over he's like auntie yeah, he's still he's a happy boy and he's so good. Compared to before when he was in pain, he's like he's really good. Um I have three fast fire questions. Oh my god, your favorite social media fire? platform? Medium fire. For, for you it's never it's fast. Never fast. Social <laughs> favorite social media platform? Oh, Instagram. I but love TikTok. I freaking love TikTok. I That's my love favorite TikTok. 100%. But I still feel a little bit out of my depths when I have to Google half the lingo that I see because I'm like, I'm too old for this. What does no, it even it. mean? But I love it, but I still prefer Instagram because I think my audience is more, has been there for more yeah. of the ride. Yeah. Favorite fashion labels? <gasps> oh, that's a really good one. I love Mossman, which you have now adopted. I love Mossman and Saba. I love Witchery. I love Forever New. What else do I really I love Henny. Nadia's amazing brand. It's such good basics. I love Dukuba. Oh, yeah. I can Dekuba. pretty much walk in. Dukuba. I can walk in and get anything from Dukuba. Yeah. HM and Zara for basics. Everything. Yeah. Seed, I love. Yeah. You have a bit of Effie for your suits. Oh, yeah. For a dressier event, Effie Cats and her base, her more casual brand's base. Haven't worn Cook Eye in a really Actually, long time. I used to, true. Annapelli. Really like Annapelli. That's the cool trench. You know that trench that I was oh, wearing recently? Yeah. And like anything leather, I love Annapelli. What else? I love Lana Wilkinson for shoes. And also as a person. <laughs> Accessories? <laughs> oh, oh my God. So I was wearing these earrings recently and Khan was like, babe, are they Bottega? And I was like, have you met me? They were $7 at Lovisa. I love a statement earring from Lovisa because then you don't have to wear it for, you know, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. seasonal. If you lose it, I am I the worst loser. accessory. So Sports Girl is my favourite for like big statement earrings. All yeah. my big statement earrings are from Sports Girl or Lovisa. Yeah. Love. Which is like. I like sometimes don't want to be as fast fashion as that, but sometimes also I am and yeah. I balance it out in other ways. But, yeah, I mean I should invest in better accessories, but I don't. Yes. <laughs> but we do have exciting things coming up. We do. Yeah. Our jewelry's coming back. Oh, my God, accessories. Yeah. Obviously the main jewelry that I wear every day is our own CZA jewelry, yeah, which is so. Off. And she was like, that's <laughs> We're like mm, a yeah, walking billboard, but we're bringing out new jewelry. We've got samples on the way. We're bringing back the Radiance necklace in gold because that's been our most popular. I think we've restocked it like six times. 
that we're also bringing out new products that you've never seen so before excited. with Ellen Rowe. They are so wonderful, neighborhood business. And also recently I was in Sydney for Feast and we needed a videographer and I really wanted to get a Seize the Yay videographer, like someone in the neighborhood. I feel like somehow we need to have a Rolodex of neighborhood businesses yeah. for when you need something because I ended up using someone who was amazing, who was a recommendation from our friend Hayden Quinn, who was great, but I – wanted to use someone in the neighborhood. And so I feel like and no one replied on the Facebook group. So I'm like, how do we do that? Put them all in the bin. You're deleted. Not that the vibe we're going for? No. Oh. <laughs> so, so. We want to use them. We want to get them use out of the you. bin. Inclusivity. Oh, my God. She's cracked. You've lost it. That was not short fire. Sorry. Oh, my God. That, oh, my God. That Sorry. was a short bro. fire. Bro. You're on the bin. You know I can't do short fire. I know. <laughs> That's why I have to preface it so oh. hard. Favourite ice cream gelato favour. Oh, I'm not a big ice cream or gelato yeah, no. person, but hazelnut or vanilla. Oh, you are so boring. You are so freaking boring. I love vanilla bean. Hazelnut or vanilla. Oh, it tastes like a Ferrero. Hazelnut's the best. At least you didn't say rainbow. Um, also okay. rainbow. No, I'm kidding. Or Neapolitan kind of has a bit of everything, but that's also boring. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What is your perfect day in your life? Oh, that's a really interesting question. This is going to reveal how many personalities I have because I want to say – Sleep in, lie in bed, watch TV all day, or read a book all day. Literally, dream. That's like my favorite day with my family, with Paul. But also do lots of stuff as well. Like (laughs) meet all the neighborhood, do a speaking gig, get to meet people I've never met before, talk about different stories, but also travel somewhere new, experience new food, go to a new place that has a new culture. Traveling, Nick and I, when we're just in a brand new city, letting our brains open is my favorite thing in the entire world. But then also I love it when we we lie home and do nothing. So that's a really hard question to answer. But right now in my life, the whole sleep in, be lazy thing is probably like screaming out to me the most. How old am I for being like, (laughs) yes, I agree at the ripe age of 12. I've literally made you, I've like hijacked you into our age bracket and you missed the whole party phase. It's going to come out at some point. Another question. Um, also, a couple more, yeah. We found you have to post it on CCA a golden retriever cafe. <gasps> yes, I will. Oh my god, so cute! That would be part of my favourite day is oh to take Paul to a golden retriever cafe. I think I'm going to be an animal physio, and oh I'm going to look into it later. Um, <laughs> did you manage? This is your second last question, by the way. Did you manifest your goals, and how do you be active to achieve what you want? That's a great question. Yes, I think a lot of people never just say them out loud or tell someone or write them down and I very much have to identify the goal because it's hard to achieve something you haven't actually something you haven't actually expressed out in the real world and in the public. So yeah, always do and then start to break down like what's the next immediate thing I can do towards that thing. Even if it's 10 steps away or 50 steps away, I write it down, I put dot points underneath. I don't really put t- a timeline on things, but I'm very much like What's an example? If I want to go, I don't know, what's what's a goal? If I wanted to, for example, do medicine, I would write it down, I'd tell you, and then I'd start to research how do you become a doctor. And I'd go, okay, well, you have to get into the course. How do you prepare for the course? What are the dates? And I kind of start to map out things. And I very much start from like step one and then put all the steps in a row so that then it's not as overwhelming. That whole you don't have to climb the whole staircase. You just have to see the first step. You can't apply for medical school until you've done all the other stuff. So just like focus on step one, then step two, then step three. And I always, every year I have a fresh diary with a notes page and that whole thing will be scribbled over for the whole year of manifesting and goals and to-do lists. Nice one. Nice. Nice one. And last question. Ooh. What would you tell to your younger selves? Oh, my God. I can and that quite often. One, but each t- like in 10-year increments, so 24 years old and 14 years old. What Ooh. would you tell your 24-year-old? 24 years old, I would say, what was I doing? I don't definitely a promoter. No, I reckon that was earlier. Really? I don't even know what I was doing when I was 24. Had mm. I started a match made it? No. I think I was 25. Yeah. I think I would say I my answer for both is the same because I don't ever regret really anything. I don't really have any major regrets because I do that whole future regret management matrix mm. decision-making thing. Every single thing that's happened and every decision I've made has led to here. So I wouldn't change anything. I would just say keep going, keep being how would you, you are. Would you warn them about, I don't know, 
the ozone layer. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it would have fallen on deaf ears, anything I said. The only thing I would say is just like don't be anyone else. Keep being like how weird you are. I've definitely had chapters of trying to conform to beauty standards and cultural standards and be sporty Sarah and be blah, blah, blah and be all these different things. But really fundamentally my values when I made really serious decisions were the same. Guided by my mom, guided by like my brain's trust, I'd just say keep doing that. What about when you were 14? Do you think it's still the same? 14 I would say stop drinking UDL. What's um, UDL? Oh, my God. See, you missed your party phase. Vodka in a can. Hey, you don't need a party Aww. phase. I'm just living my life. <laughs> yeah, You do you, Bim. That's what I'd say. You do you. You do you, babe. Except with less alcohol. Yeah. Actually, maybe no because I need to get out of my system. You know what? I'd you be like need one to get day. Out of your system. It's okay to not have to drink alcohol. I needed to, though, knowing my oh, personality. Right, right, right. I would have wanted a party phase. Right, and right. I also am like, maybe don't pluck your eyebrows so thin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good advice. But keep the fake tan that you're using because you'll want it to come back and it will go out of production. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Actually, mm, yeah. Keep the solarium you had in keep your, your, oh in my your God, bathroom. Never use a solarium. Do you know what? If there's one thing I would warn myself about, it would be solariums. Did you use them? A hundred percent. Oh, see. Because we didn't know. Mm. We were so young. And even like even if you know, the adolescent brain doesn't care about risk. Yeah. People are like, oh my God, skin cancer. I'm like, yeah, okay, and we can. Like 14-year-old <laughs> me was sassy and a bitch. And you you actually don't have the capacity to think about the future because you're so young and invincible. If I could say one thing, it would be never get one of those things. Yeah. See, anything else, things. I was like, you need to learn the risk because you need to trip up and like two steps forward. Yeah, but there's some things that like affect you for the rest of your life. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, affect you for the rest of your life. And always listen to your mom about how much she harps on about sunscreen. You'll be grateful. And I am grateful. I yeah. I had my first yet. skin check the other day. Oh, it was really? Fun. Well, my skin's not that fair, but I thought I should get one. Yeah, I get them all the time. Didn't we go to that LaRoche pose I wanted to No, you got yours. Wait, you didn't do it. We went there too late, remember? Oh, and I was like, your skin doesn't matter. <laughs> Trust us. Whoopsie. But um, yeah, be importante. Do you know if I could say one more thing, I'd be like, you're gonna really wish that you could surf better. So start surfing lessons now because you'll be hot. Yeah, <laughs> legit though. I'm kidding, I'm it kidding. is so hot. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. Okay, that was all the questions, pretty much. Yeah, I really like reflecting on your birthday. I feel like the quote I always think about is never regret growing older because it's a privilege denied to many. So even when you're like, oh, I'm getting older, time passed so quickly. It's like some people don't get to this age. And like that's such a like negative thing to think about. But it also reminds you like you should be grateful for every year that you have. Yeah. And I I really am. I generally do not even know age or care about age until. You're very good at that. It's the only time I'm like, oh, age is when you have to, th- as a female, is thinking about your biological clock yeah. for like family tick, tick, stuff. Tick, tick, tick. But as opposed, other than that, I'm like, you are how you are how you feel. You're as old as how you feel physically and totally. mentally, and then everything else is just like, like genuinely, people ask how old you are, and I couldn't even tell them because I don't know. I don't know how old I am. The only reason I know is because someone else said, "Oh my god, you're 34." I was like, "Oh." I didn't know. I don't know what's like. I don't. I only can. I can only. <laughs> whoa. I only know my sisters and my my parents' ages because I know their years of birth because like in my passwords and things. Oh. I just have to calculate backwards, but I wouldn't know otherwise. But yeah, anyway, happy birthday! Thanks, B. Happy thirty fourth. I wonder what I'd say to myself at thirty five. Or my actually my mantra for this year is enjoy being closer to thirty than you are to forty. Because next year you'll be closer to 40. Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> and family. And family, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening to us gas bag for an hour yeah, about sorry, me trust. doing my medium fire questions. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're <laughs> not even medium. But you're very long form. I, excuse me, my gelati answer was so on point. No, it's still quite long. <laughs> it's still added an addendum. Yeah, still- <laughs> <laughs> Appendix. But breaking oh. down the dairy gelati versus the sorbet, it's like my answer changes. Oh, my God, what is that face? This fringe is making my hair itchy. <laughs> oh, I can't believe we have listeners still. We literally just I know say rubbish. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Bye. <laughs> also, oh. we are taking a short break. 
which I think is actually after the next episode. I can't remember. But we will be taking a very short break because the way things have worked out and myself and our incredible editor, very big shout out to Sam at the Podcast Butler, without whom I would not be alive. This show would not be alive. Face Pod would not be alive. Sam, we love you. All three of us are away at the same time for the same three-week period. So we were just like, this logistics is not going to happen. And you know what's really interesting? On the topic of birthdays, one of the things that's happened in the last few years is when I first started the podcast, I didn't miss a week for two and a half years in a row. What? No holiday. Even over January and December, I was like, I can't miss. I have to have one every seven days. And now I'm like, I actually think it's not worth I mean, it's worth it, but you know when you're just like, the math is not mathing and I would still force it. Yeah. And now I'm just like, you know what? It's okay to look after yourself and not try and push all three of us into a really uncomfortable situation. It's okay. Nice. Good one. Yeah. Maybe we'll do life reflections on the road. Oh, cute. Yeah. So we will take like, I think a three-week break, but yeah. maybe there'll be one more episode, TBC. I think there, I think there will be. Be. Yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay, thank you guys for listening. Okay, I bye. Hope you're your yay. We love you. Bye.